Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Happy Monday. Or, you know, slightly subdued Tuesday. But whatever comes first, (laughs) we here at the Barker Lounge are continuously dedicated to, even after the fact, presenting you with the number one source for info on Friends. A little under the weather, but still happy to be here. How you doing, Chris? Probably a terrible question. <laughs> I am doing better. Thank you so much for asking. And I am just stoked so we can talk about friends. You know, it's always that feel-good show. Even when you're sick or just, you know, flustered or stressed out, it's there for you. The body aches, the whoop-whoops, whatever you got, we here for you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started with the one with Ross's library book. Bet you it's about dinosaurs. All right, so we're going to start the episode at Joey and Rachel's. Rachel's, Rachel's. We still haven't officially confirmed that Rachel, <laughs> you know, they're still trying to fix this set apartment. <laughs> yeah, she's like on a for, forever temporary lease with Joey right now. Hey, so... Do we even remember the reason that brought her into the apartment in the first place? The fire, fire at right? Phoebe's, yep. <laughs> and which is why Phoebe's is at Chandler and Monica's <laughs> in the meantime. But Joey, he looked like he had a date last night, and Rachel is, you know, hey, how'd your date go? And he's like, oh, it went well. <laughs> Rachel walks into the bathroom and screams, ah! <laughs> because the date is still there. Oh, yeah, there's just a whole-ass woman in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just doing the thing. Hey, she's got out the shower. And Joey's like, okay, really well. <laughs> so he's like, hey, listen, I got to go. I got to get ready for work, you know. And she's like, wait, 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 what about her? Are you just going to leave her here with me? Yeah, but uh, Joey's under the impression we're on the good roommate policy as if uh, Chandler, his best wingman buddy, is still his roommate. And hey. wants Rachel to take care of her. She's a nice girl, but <laughs> can you maybe... You know, maybe dump her for me, lay the groundwork, you know. Yeah, you know how these things go. I don't know, I'm a loner or, or like an outlaw. Like, uh, I'm an alien from Omicron Percy I-8. She's a regular human woman. It just won't work. You know, Chandler used to do it. Well, I'm not Chandler. <laughs> and you know what? He'd even make her some pancakes. And he'd even leave me some, too. Uh, uh, no, Joey, I'm not doing your dirty work for you. Uh, Chandler sounds like he really steps up the backup wingman game to the next level. Like, he's over here leaving uh, mints under pillows for uh, the date dumpies. He's like, come on, please, please. So then he leaves. The girl walks out, and she's like, hi. Sorry about that. I guess the door doesn't lock. Yeah, Joey kind of disabled that when I moved in. <laughs> she's like, I don't mean this to sound like high school, but um, did he say anything to me? About me? To me. About me. And Rachel's like, you want some pancakes? <laughs> Insert intro. I bet you can't believe that Joe is gonna have some sex inside the city. 
Wow. (laughs) All right. So let's head over to the university library where Ross, you know, that's the campus where he works at. And uh, he decided to bring Chandler for a little field trip. Yeah, you know, you got to take pride where you work. And uh, Ross takes his pride to a whole other level, but in the process, makes a startling discovery. So he brings Chandler. He's like, hey, you know, I was in the library, right? And the other day I was just typing names in the computer, you know, for fun. And I typed mine in, you know, and, and guess what? My doctoral dissertation is there. Or here, you know, in the biggest library of the university. Isn't that cool? Chandler's like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty cool. So he takes him towards the back section. And all of a sudden you hear... Moaning. Hmm. Sounds like they're really studying the Dewey Decimal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So Ross is like, you, you, I mean, not Ross, but Chandler. He's like, you, you didn't bring me here to do that, did you? You know, just to clarify, <laughs> I am marrying your sister, so this wouldn't work out too well. Oh, and in case I didn't bring it up, Ross did mention that there is a book there by Wendy Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> oh, wording. So we are now at Monica's restaurant. Looks like she's on the shift. And... Seems to be that there's a customer who keeps complaining, and from what it looks like, this isn't the first time. So, someone, the wa- the waitress comes back, and she's like, the chicken is dry still, you know, this you know, time. This is round four with the chicken. And this time, she wants to come back here and meet the chef herself. It, she said it's drier than the Sahara. <laughs> and Monica's like, well then fine, tell her to come back here then. Shoot, I'd love to meet her. At this point, you can tell Monica's ready for the smoke. She's about to, like, throw her chef's hat on the ground and just, like, get hands ready. Like, all right, chicken lady, let's go. Mind you, she's holding um, lobster right now, or what it looks like, and, and she's faced towards the, you know, she's not facing the door. So, all of a sudden, you hear someone behind her. Oh. My. God. <laughs> and Monica looks at the lobster. You lucky bastard, because it's going in the pot. Turns around, and yes, you guys, she's back. The return of Janice. Oh, <laughs> Miss Hot Shack Chef with the fancy restaurant and the best chicken ever. How you doing? If we didn't already destroy your eardrums with that, sorry, folks. Oh, you did. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, and she sees the ring. Oh, that ring, I'm blind. Who's a lucky guy? So we went from uh, chicken discrediting to, oh my god, haven't seen you in forever, Monica. Beautiful rock you've got there. But from who? (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to the next scene at Monica and Chandler's apartment where you hear Chandler, oh my god, I am so so sorry are you okay are you okay uh you can tell by that reaction that monica has passed on the news janice has returned monica's like yeah you know i'm okay it's just you know painfully awkward was janice shocked well yeah she was shocked when i told her but then again most people are but you know she's got a boyfriend now you know named clark and uh invited herself to the wedding and clark and Chandler's like wait you said no, right? So we don't we don't get to meet Superman? Wait, she's like, well, you know, she cornered me and, and, you know, I couldn't lie and, you know, it's just so hard. And Chandler's like, it's not hard. 
your check's in the mail, or your baby's cute, or I can't wait to read your book, Ross. I feel like everyone uses that second one a lot. She's like, really? That was a lie! <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to Studio no. Dog Olive making her introduction. You know, don't you think she's going to want to come to our wedding and sing part-time lover? Oh my god. And then Monica's like, really? No! Again! It's a lie! So then she's like, so it's really that easy. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Do it this Saturday night because we're having dinner with her and Clark. What? So now we're at Joey and Rachel's apartment. I mean, I don't know how we can really travel after that announcement. Every time Chandler thinks he's getting away. And Joey comes in and he sees Phoebe and Rachel, but there's a third person there hanging out. So he's like, hey, who's your friend? As the Barca Lounge turns around and it's... All puns intended. Aaron. The girl that he brought home the night before. And uh, another lesser known fact for our friends out there. She's played by the actress Kristen Davis from Sex in the City. Oh, you're still here. So, you know, Rachel's like, yeah, we ended up spending the day together. And she's just so great. And, well, why wouldn't she? I mean, yeah, she's great. So she leaves. She, you know, Joey's like, I'll call you. And then when he, she leaves, Joey's like, so, system <laughs> broke down, huh? Who dropped the ball here? Love how his eyes get incredibly wide here. Like, really, guys? Really? Phoebe and Rachel are like, oh my gosh, she's just so perfect. I mean, you know, it's just that we want you to marry her. What? Don't you know? She's like really amazing. What do you think brought her here? Yeah, but she's so cool. Like, she speaks four different languages. Man, do you know what guys want? <laughs> at this point joey's just kind of like rolling his eyes like i know you're trying to upsell me right now but that's not the reason i brought her here so then he's like all right you know um he goes to the room and she's like you guys have so much in common though you know she likes baseball she had two beers at lunch my beers my beers and they're like look give her a chance and he's like look i don't think it's gonna go anywhere well you always say that because you actually never let it go anywhere like Maybe if you gave this a chance instead of a one-night stand, it would actually go somewhere. Well, I mean, she's off to a pretty bad start drinking the beers. And Joey's <laughs> like, you know, he's like trying to compare and like, we, we, you guys got a lot to say about me having a serious relationship when, you know, Phoebe's got this affair with the guy who has the pigeon on top and, and, and Rachel, who's in love with her assistant. Yeah, yeah. You're sleeping with the pigeon guy, Phoebe? So, <laughs> anyway, we're now at Central Perk. Where it is percolating. And Ross comes in and he is pissed off because it's Ross, you know. You guys, people are doing it in front of my book. I mean, we're usually used to him being pissed off about sandwiches, but uh, books are an upgrade. So, you know, he's frustrated. He's like, you know, he's like, hey, let me ask you guys. Was there a place on campus where, like, people go around a fool, fool around, you know? Wow, I said that backwards. <laughs> they go around a fool, you know. <laughs> And Rachel's like, yeah, you know, around dusty books that people never read. Oh, oh okay. That Low blow. That kind of hurts. And then Joey's like, wait. He actually describes it. He's like, is it the fifth floor against that back wall? Ross is like, oh, for crying out loud. Spot up with the particular curation of books that are usually dedicated towards, uh, what are they, uh, dinosaurs? Oh, yeah, your section. Well, apparently Joey's brought some ladies back there for crying out loud. 
Good times. So Joey's like, so Ross <laughs> leaves and Joey's like, oh, hey, you ready to go watch the movie? I guess him and Rachel were going to go see a movie. And she's like, well, why are you in such a hurry? The movie doesn't start yet. Well, I want to see the trailer. Well, for the candy. But. <laughs> the honesty. <laughs> as they're about to leave, Phoebe and Aaron come inside the Central Perk. Just can't find the time to get away from her. Must be a coincidence. Oh, hey. How's it going there? Uh, we were going to go see a movie together, but... And then Rachel's like, oh, 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 Phoebe. Oh, my gosh. We totally forgot that we have that birthday party to go to. And then Joey's like, oh, yeah? Whose birthday party? Allison's birthday party. They both say it at the same time. It's super funny because it kind of feels like they synchronized it on they purpose. They do. <laughs> Joey's like, oh yeah, how old is she? 32, two. <laughs> and then Rachel's like, well, wait a minute. Well, why don't you guys do something together? And Joey's like, well, would you look at that? It's almost as if someone conveniently set this up to turn into a date. Ladies, where are you going? So now we are at the library where Ross can't get over the issue of people doing it in front of his book so listen to this excuse me hi i'm a professor here do you know the paleontology section fifth floor stack 437 well yes it, just give me five minutes i just have to find someone to cover my shift <laughs> no 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 <laughs> can i speak to someone in charge please How can I help you? Hi, I was wondering, is it possible to increase security in the paleontology section? See, I, I wrote a book that's up there, and instead of reading it, people are, are well, they're rolling around in front of it. We are aware of the problem you're referring to. But as far as increasing security, I'm afraid the library is very understaffed. I, I can't help you. Well, fine. Fine. If, if I'm the only person with uh, any appreciation of the sanctity of the written word, then I'll go up there and defend it myself. And don't you follow me. Oh, man. So, uh, All yeah. All the grease. It looks like uh, the guy that works there... Really, dog? <laughs> and here we thought I was going to be the one sneezing for you guys today with a no, shout out to our dog. <laughs> but anyway, so we're at the library, right, as you guys can hear. And Ross is obviously trying to complain about, people are doing it in front of my book. He wants to increase the security. And um, nobody appreciates the sanctity of the written word itself. Unfortunately, that's not a luxury the library has at the moment because uh, staffing is severely undercut. And clearly one of the staff there wants to uh, do it with Ross. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of under the impression the staff is already in on the gig. Yeah, just give him five minutes. Yeah, he was just getting ready to go on his break. Good timing. <laughs> so going back to Joey and Rachel's, Rachel's, Joey comes home, you know, and he tells... Phoebe and Rachel how he had the best time ever with Aaron. He's like, yeah, you know, we just 
which is better than the first time. It wasn't all weird and awkward. And they're like, we were vibing. Didn't you guys sleep together the first time? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, that's why we slept together because it was weird and awkward. And but now we have so much in common, you know, and it would be sports and all that. Like, but she's a Met fan, you know. Not so much a problem now, but if we have kids. <gasps> Rachel's like, Joey, look at you talking about kids. Look at you thinking about your future and being all prodigious. Please don't get married before me. (laughs) (laughs) I think she had to throw that in there as a little protection clause. So now we are at the restaurant where uh, Rachel, not Rachel, wow, words. (laughs) (laughs) We're on a roll today, y'all. Monica, um, you know, they're supposed to be dinner with Janice and her boyfriend, Clark. But Clark stood up Janice. Clark. (sighs) Well, just wait a little longer. Are you kidding me? It's been three hours. And then Monica and Chandler are like, has that all? So Uh, Someone was actually counting this whole time? Jeez. So Monica's like, or Janice is like, well... Let's just talk about, you know, bigger and better things. Like, I'm just so sad. And let's just talk about, you know, something nice. Like, let's talk about your wedding. Well, actually, about that, Janice. You know, um, the one thing they were trying to avoid talking about this whole time? You see, we're just going to have a very small ceremony. Uh, You know, so small we don't even know why we're having it. Yeah, there's no good way to word this. And then Monica's like, yeah, see, basically, we're just inviting family. So Janice goes, oh, my God. You guys think I'm family? That's what you took from this. Okay, now you guys be honest, okay? Do you want me to sing Careless Whisper or Lady in Red? Well, like, on the plus side, at least she gave them a choice this time. So, meanwhile, at Central Perk... Joey and Aaron come in, and they're, you know, what about Benitez? What about, like, they're arguing about the game, right? And it sounds like just a regular couple who is enjoying each other's company. And sports. And, you know, so then Joey's, like, falling for her, right? And so he grabs to go, you know, he tells Rachel, he'd be, I love fighting with her. And then so he goes up to the bar, and, you know, Aaron is, like, not kind of, you know, so Rachel's, like, asking, she's like, well, I'm not interested and not really in a serious way what 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 changed your mind you just said you liked them one second ago you were madly in love well change it back (laughs) she's like yeah i just don't see no future the heck no sparks or anything oh yeah but she slept together huh you were (laughs) just arguing about sports statistics isn't that like uh third base for men so she's like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I was thinking you guys could tell him for me. You know, pull him in. Like, tell him I'm like a a loner. And then Phoebe's like, or a stronzo. Huh? Well, I guess Italian isn't one of the four languages you speak, huh? Ouch. So Joey comes back and he's like, hey, you ready to go? And she's like, yeah. You know, so then they leave. Joey walks away saying, thank you. Like, for the best, you know, thing that ever happened. And Rachel's like, man, I guess it wasn't Cupid that brought her here. Phoebe. Just a bunch of flying dwarves. <laughs> now everyone's like trying to like not take credit for being the one that introduced her. So now we're at the library where uh, Ross is being security guard himself. Because there's no security there. He decides to pace around the back walls. 
Also, is that even a thing that's allowed? Like, can you just become, like, a vigilante security office for something you really care about? Maybe. It's like, if I want to go protect Best Buy one day, I'm just going to, like, stand outside with, like, a flashlight. Hey, 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 hey. Let let me see that bag. I I don't think it's going to go well. So a couple comes as Ross is protecting the shelf, and uh, you can tell they're giggling. Kind of looks like they're ready to have a little thing going on and Ross stops them and he's like oh what are you guys doing here uh huh came to uh to to what and he's like oh we're just here to uh 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 get out (laughs) so then the couple leaves and then this other hot girl comes and he starts to question her right and she by the way she's like by herself and he's like obviously looking for a book so let me guess are you here to brush up you're, you're reading on Miriam's views on evolution. Ross's subtle way of trying to shit test someone and see if they're actually here to check out dinosaur books. And she's like, actually, I find Miriam's views far too progressionist. And Ross I is like, I do too. too progressionist. Realizes that the hot girl is actually into paleontology. And, she, and she's like, I'm sorry, who are you? This episode just has me dying. I can't even say that with a straight face. I'm I'm Ross Geller. Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. That name sounds familiar. Did Did you? you? And she pulls out (laughs) the book right in front of the shelf that Ross is protecting. Did you write this? Yeah. So much younger than in the pictures. Well, I, I skipped fourth grade. I don't know why I made Ross sound like he had an accent. Well, you gotta admit, when he's kind of le- he's kind of leaning in when he says that, like, look at my dashing Devananis. And then it hits the fast pan. Fast pan to that. They're now back to the checkout station of the library, and uh, you have to watch this visual because now Ross got caught doing it with her. The best part about this is both of their clothes are elegantly disheveled. Yes. They're standing in the middle of the library with the two new security guards that the library has all of a sudden acquired. <laughs> And they're just staring at him. And, uh, Ross is the only one who speaks in this moment. I'm very, very, very sorry. (laughs) The image pretty much speaks for itself. There was ever a time to have a visual component, folks. This would be the point you follow along with us. So now we're back at Joey and Rachel's apartment, and Joey comes back from his date with Aaron... Again, Rachel and Phoebe conveniently happen to just be there every time Joey ends a date. And this is like, how is it? How was your date? Oh, it was great. We went for a village walk. You know, we split a milkshake. You know, 70-30, but still. Mind you, Joey doesn't share food. So this is all really big news. Like, it's kind of weird. He's actually making strides to get to know this woman. And he's like, yeah, you know what? And I'm going to surprise her and take her to like a bed and breakfast. But it's going to be kind of hard because she said she'll be really busy at work. Rachel's like, hey, Joey, um, I kind of got the feeling that Aaron doesn't want anything serious. Yeah, at least not the kind of serious you were probably thinking. Joey's like, well, what makes you say that? Well, she told me, um, you know, that she's kind of a loner. Oh, oh. So Phoebe's like, hey, but you know what? You're too good for her anyways, you know? And Rachel's like, you know what? Next time, I promise I will just... Say goodbye and not even make any pancakes, you know, just... And then Joey's like, hey, it's okay. Just, you know, 
next time make sure the girl really likes me. And that too. You gotta admit, it, it feels really bad for Joey in this moment. Yeah. For someone who's just spent like, what, the last six seasons just being the ladies man. Yeah. Like, never failing in that conquest, but not really actually getting any value out of these relationships. So to finally find someone he starts to connect with and then find out it's not what you were thinking, in a subtle way, it kind of hits. So as he walks into the room, bummed out, Rach, you know, there's a moment of silence and Rachel's like, Joey, do you want some pancakes? Finally! <laughs> and all of all of that just makes it all right now. So It's almost like his problems evaporated at the thought of new food prospects. So now we're at Monica and Chandler's apartment. Clearly they are, in this episode, they are torn with the whole Janice situation. So listen to this. What are we going to do? I say we go with Careless Whisper. <laughs> Chandler? Did she see us yet? Did she see us? Oh my 
God. I understand. I'm so sorry. I'll go. Goodbye, Monica. I wish you a lifetime of happiness with him. Chandler. You call me when this goes in the pooper. A hotbed for electromagnetic activity. That was the first alibi you could come up with. And they've been immunized, <laughs> but unfortunately, she has not. Yeah, make that make sense, guys. I'll leave it up to Chandler. But it was really good that Monica came up with that last minute excuse. Something way more viable than electro <laughs> I know, but but by but by that meaning Chandler still has feelings for you? Yeah, I guess we had to use that just to get rid of her. It that worked. was their one get out of jail free card. I don't think they have another get out of Janice card. So it worked out to their advantage and she finally left after, you know, telling Chandler to call me when this goes in the pooper. Yeah, you know, she had to throw her little two cent advertisement in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the very last scene of the episode. We are at the library yet again. Now, <laughs> Ross is being security once again. You would no think, actual security this time. <laughs> you would think that they would have told him that he couldn't do that no more after what he did. But. Yeah, but you know, also think about the fact he's a professor, so they probably had to let it slide. But uh, guess who comes to the back walls? It's Chandler and Monica, and uh, also giggling like students, kind of kissing a little bit, and then they see Ross. Oh, oh! I was just gonna show her your book. Yeah, I was trying to show her your dissertation. Yeah, that. Monica, make a beeline backwards. And that ends the episode. Ba da ba ba ba. All right, everyone. It's time to do what we do best here at the Parker Lounge and slide into our thoughts and opinions of this episode. Chris, take the reins. This one was definitely nonstop hilarious because. Hello, Ross, with the whole, you guys are doing it in front of my book. <laughs> Ross plus any kind of awkward situation is a win. But I really thought that this um, episode had a little bit more focus on Ross, which was nice. You know, every episode you kind of get a little balance and, you know, here and there. But obviously, like right now, our focus is Monica and Chandler is getting married but, again, somehow, you know, the producers and directors and the writers, they come up with a genius way to put everybody's life on the line. From Joey, who we all know is just a ladies' man, and then trying to get him into something serious. So it's kind of cool. We, we got to it's see a little like bit. It's like the perfect episode. See a little bit of that, you know, and then you got a little bit of Ross's career, his dissertation. And then, you know, him not being as perfect as we all would think. <laughs> You know, being Mr. Security Guard and the respect for the sanctity of the written word. He dropped his guard really fast when he realized there was an opportunity to mm. get some from his book. Yep. <laughs> you were the one who checked out my book? Uh-huh. So I thought that was really hilarious to kind of see both sides and how it could easily go bad for him. And then with the whole Chandler and Monica thing, just having Janice come back. You know, we don't know when she's going to come back again. But All right, jeez. But I thought that was cool that we, you know, somehow they brought that mesh back into life. You know, she was from how many seasons ago, one of his ex-girlfriends. Like, 
I thought that was cool to kind of ease in the way, like, yeah, me and Chandler are getting married. So she's been pretty consistent through a few seasons now. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then Ross and Phoebe, I'm sorry, Rachel and Phoebe with, you know, granted we weren't really focused on Rachel and Tag, the assistant, you know. Oh, don't worry. There's more. But, you know, it's good to see Rachel and Phoebe mesh together because right now they're not living at the apartment together, but they still are together in a way because they're helping Joey out with this, you know, Aaron chick who, in the end, it didn't work out. It was a bust. But Rachel paid it back in pancakes, so... That's all that matters. So overall, I like this episode. I give it a 9 out of 10. Very funny. Well, I'm pretty sure your numerical score speaks for everything on this episode because bam, bam. It just hits in all the right spots. I feel like uh, almost every character gets their little moment of shine. There's enough hilarity spread out throughout the entire episode to where it just holds your entire focus. And you even get a little bit of a heartfelt moment with Joey realizing that he actually wants to find love and have a relationship. Starting from that point, shout out to Kristen Davis for her great performance here. Bring in the character of the girl who got away to life. And it was also nice seeing Rachel and Phoebe kind of uh, step into more like support roles and work with each other in a collaboration effort to work with our man Joey. Because uh, up until this point, Joey's been pretty one-dimensional. You know, he's the ladies' man actor who just can't seem to get it right. But everybody loves him. But uh, I feel like this episode kind of gave him some layers almost. Like uh, Joey the Onion. Just gotta keep peeling. Mm -hmm. On the other side of the fence with uh, Monica and Chandler, we're starting to get the early stages of wedding planning fatigue. And starting to realize that... uh, It's a bit of a process, and there's going to be a lot of interesting things that can potentially pop up when you make that kind of announcement. Case in point, exes! (laughs) And what better ex than Janice to bring up in this scenario? And uh, she definitely makes her presence known right down (laughs) to trying to re-advertise herself at the end of the episode. It's always fun when Janice comes into the equation because um, amongst all the friends, it's become like a running meme at this point between them where it's like, (laughs) oh my God, can this get any more awkward anytime she enters the scene? But we love this actress and we love the cringe that she brings to the table. Always an entertaining time. Even more so when Chandler is trying to pursue marriage with Monica. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, let us not forget... The journey of Ross and his everlasting struggle to gain respect in a world that will give him none. Oh <laughs> in this case, it's the pursuit of literary respect. <laughs> and uh, we ain't getting it here, folks, because uh, everyone else has a different idea of what you should be doing in front of a stack of books. Which in Ross's case is actually reading them, but for everyone else it's... But, uh, you know, work in progress. And Ross finds out the hard way that it's better to join the crowd than stand against it. (laughs) How he still has his library card privileges, I have no idea. (laughs) Alright, folks. As always here at the Barker Lounge, we love to provide you with our thoughts and opinions on everything related to the 90s to come known as Friends. Chris, tell them we can find out more info about us. Without dying from a sneeze. 
You can find us on our Instagram page at The Barka Lounge, where we post all our episode releases and all listening platforms are located in our bio. Follow us for more. Whoop-de-whoop. All right, everyone. As you sail through the rest of your week, prepared for the next adventure in the Friends universe, just remember to stay safe, stay sane, and more importantly than any of those things, remember, we'll be there for for you. you. With a steak sandwich and hopefully another date opportunity. Man of the Year material. He is over here you, dusting you know while what? vacuuming. Um, hey, that's two things that are very similar. I'm just gonna talk to my friend real quick. I don't know how he's quick. doing it at the same time. Why is he champion. still here? Sorry for yelling, but you know, oh vacuuming's really bad. Oh my god, why is he still here? I, I because just because you said you were looking for it was just a one night stand. How was he the perfect guy? 
Do you know anybody else who can dust the ceilings and make an omelet at the same time? This man is Boy, amazing. Boy, do you know what women that, like. That, that we're also mm. getting some of the dust inside of the omelet now. That's that's not really working out how we play. Okay, you know what? You hey, started this. No. Great. What hey, are you doing over there? Send him out. Okay, let him down gently. You, you do the Tell him I'm a loner. Okay, I'm going away. I'm going away. But wait, you didn't even get to try the eggs. Don't worry, Greg. We'll get her.